Beginning in verse 1. Now when they had passed through Amphipolis and Apollonia, they came to Thessalonica, where there was a synagogue of the Jews. And Paul, as his manner was, went in unto them. And three days reasoned with them out of the Scriptures, opening and alleging that Christ must needs have suffered and risen again from the dead, and that this Jesus whom I preach unto you is Christ. And some of them believed and consorted with Paul and Silas, and of the devout Greeks a great multitude, and of the chief women not a few. But the Jews which believed not moved with envy, and took unto them certain lewd fellows of a baser sort, and gathered a company. I want you to notice this. They gathered a company and set all the city on an uproar, and assaulted the house of Jason, and sought to bring them out to the people. And when they found them not, when they didn't find these preachers, that's who they're talking about, they drew Jason and certain brethren under the rulers of the city, crying, These that have turned the world upside down are come hither also. I want to preach to you tonight until we get through. Amen. Uh, from a simple subject, i just like to entitle tonight, The Need of a World Upside Down. The Need of a World Upside Down. I pray tonight that such an accusation could be charged and levied against this church. That as they watch us walk down the streets of Hutchinson, they can say, These which turn the world upside down are come hither also. Would you lift your heart with your hands right now? Let's ask God to help us. Dear God, I want you to touch us again. Touch your word again. Touch these lips of clay, I pray. Oh. Now, I'm going to talk to you for a little bit about our world. And uh, I don't want you to get lost in what I'm saying. So I want you to think with me for a few moments. But uh, it goes without saying tonight that I could make a blanket statement and all of us could agree with it. But I want to get a little bit more definitive tonight as we look into the Word of the Lord when I say that truly the world that you and I are a part of tonight is a world who is wrong side up. I am not going to get as explicit as probably we could just to let you know how uh, definitely twisted, how contorted, how demented, how debauched the society that you and I are a part of truly is tonight. Seemingly like anything that has the resemblance of character, of honesty, of truth, anything that can resemble the fingerprints of righteousness upon it, it seems like it is scorned and scoffed at and mocked and laughed at in the world that you and I find ourselves living in tonight. In the year of 1992 in the United States of America, 
over one million teenagers attempted suicide. And they tell us that in 93, there is going to be an 8% increase on the youth of America who are so devastated, whose lives are so tragically affected by sin that they feel the only way out is to try and take their life. I've got to preach tonight because I'm the preacher tonight. And I, I've got to tell you, it's a tragedy when I begin to look at the country that I call my home and recognize that the most dangerous place in all the world for our unborn children is in the wombs of America. It's something that really uh, tears me up and stirs my spirit when I realize that we even living in the city of Hutchinson uh, can live in a world and an environment uh, who turns a jaundiced eye at wholesale murder and abuse that is all across our lands. Statisticians teach me that America murders more children through abortion. Uh, there are more lives that have been lost than all of the lives that we have lost in the wars that have been fought in America. Over one and one half million children a year are aborted because of the debauched life and the debauched attitude in America. That's why I'm going to preach to you tonight that I believe I can say our world is truly wrong side up and it is screaming and crying for somebody to right some of the wrongs. They tell me last year that two Point seven million recorded cases of child abuse was recorded in 1992. 2.7 million recorded cases. If there were that many recorded, I wonder tonight how many were unrecorded. 8,500 young children died last year by the hands of abusive parents and abuse of relations that were around them. I'm telling you tonight, we have better understand that there is a job upon our shoulders that is bigger than really even any of us can comprehend here tonight. I do not just want to be negative here tonight. I am not just going to preach a negative message, but I want our attitude and our conscience to be peaked a little bit here tonight and recognize that our world is screaming for somebody to reverse some of the trends and reverse some of the attitudes and begin to preach a gospel that can save a world that is in such trouble. 58% of every marriage in the United States ends in divorce. I, we're going to think for a few minutes. I'll preach in a little bit. I just want you thinking with me. 58% of every marriage in the United States ends in divorce. We've lived to see the day where multi-millionaire individuals have tried to buy their way into the presidency. We're living in a generation where it seems like anything is right as long as it is right in your own eyes. We live in a country 
who looks at us and say, well, if it does not harm anybody, then I think it is all right. I, I, I've, got, I've got to preach my heart tonight. I firmly believe there needs to be a revolution in America. Uh, hear me for a little bit. I believe there needs to be an, an insurgency and uprising in the grassroots uh, of people saying, I am not going to sit down and take this anymore. It is time to get back to the founding principles uh, of this country, which was founded on the fact uh, that we fear God uh, with everything that is in our heart. We live in a nation where one of every five Americans has some kind of a sexually transmitted disease. And they want to look at us funny when we stand in a pulpit and preach about promiscuity and homosexuality and rampant immorality. I'm here to tell you tonight, our world needs turned upside down by an apostolic church that's in love with God. I, I, I'm just I'm going to say some things tonight and I want you to hear me for a little bit and then we're going to get into the word of the Lord we've lived we have lived to see the day where they teach us and teach our young people that homosexuality and rampant immorality are not, is not sin, but they're teaching it today that it's an alternative lifestyle and the world says it's okay as long as you're not harming anybody. We're living in a generation that has closed its eyes to Scripture. They don't call sin, sin anymore. They call it a mistake or, or alternative lifestyle but oh I gotta preach to you tonight uh, that everything that is in contrary to the word of God uh, it is sin uh, and it abhors the heart of God uh, I've got to preach to you tonight Hutch. Uh, there needs to be a revolution uh, in our churches uh, where people stand up uh, and say it's time to name sin uh, call sin sin uh, and declare a line of holiness Hallelujah! Hallelujah! If they can march in the streets and have their gay parades, I want to preach to Pentecost and say it's time for there to be a revolution in our churches where we get on our feet and say we're going to live for God and we're going to declare the whole council of God. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Amen! For too long we've been intimidated. For too long we felt the peer pressure of people looking down their noses at us. And we've been a little bit afraid to open our mouth and let our world know how we believe. I'm here to tell you, our world's in trouble. Our world is wrong side up. But thanks be unto God, there's an apostolic church in the earth that's going to do its best to right every wrong that's among us. Oh, let's cup our hands unto him right now <laughs> praise God praise God hallelujah I'm telling you tonight 
The Holy Ghost is revolutionary. Before you look at me and say, what's this preacher preaching? A message of fanaticism or, or a message of uh, radical activism? Before you judge me uh, prematurely tonight, uh, let me get you to take a good look uh, at the power of the Holy Ghost. Uh, let you take a good look at the characteristics uh, of the Spirit of God. Uh, the Holy Ghost uh, is revolutionary. Uh, its character is one uh, that shakes the status quo and says, I'm not going to live like this. Uh, I'm here to preach to you tonight uh, that everywhere the disciples went, uh, it was revival or a riot. Uh, it was an outpouring of the Holy Ghost uh, or somebody was getting thrown in jail uh, because they wouldn't shut up. Uh, they wouldn't quit. Uh, they wouldn't back up. Uh, they wouldn't back down. Uh, they said, my God, it's time to turn our world upside down. I'm here to tell you, Hutchinson is screaming for a church that's going to come busting out of its walls and say, thus says the word of God, it's time to repent. Get your life right with God. Hallelujah. Our world is tired of social gospel. Our world is tired of social doctrine. They are screaming for a truth. They are screaming for a church. They are crying tonight saying, my God, why don't somebody tell me something? Jesus Christ turned tables over and attitudes right side up when righteousness enters the temple. We've lived in a day where men have learned to write apologies for Christianity. I'm here to tell you tonight, those days should be over. I've got to preach tonight. There's some attitudes we need to get out of our church. There's some attitudes we need to get out of our heart. There's some things that need to be overturned. There's some things that need to be righted. I'm here to tell you God wants to save this world. There is revival in this world. There's revival in your city. But oh God, turn me upside down. Do something to me until I can really get a vision and a burden the way that I need to have it. I tell you tonight, God help us that we learn how to give all the glory unto the Lord. God help us that a spirit of unity can sweep through the church where we say, hey, I don't care who's doing it. Just give the glory to God. I don't care who sings it. Just let God receive the glory. I don't care who's preaching it. Let's just give God the glory. Come on, Hutchinson. Let God be magnified. Let God be exalted in our heart. And let every attitude that's not pleasing, let it wash down the river of life. I do not mean to make any compromise in what I'm going to tell you tonight. I refuse to apologize when I stand in the pulpit. I refuse to take a backward step I refuse to receive the intimidation that people want to tell me when they look me in the eye and say, Preacher, 
You cannot take a stand for holiness and build a church. You cannot preach righteousness and have revival. You cannot declare sin and get along in a city. I'm here to tell you tonight, if we're going to have revival like God wants us to have revival, we're not going to have, we cannot afford to be intimidated by anybody. We've got to be the church of Jesus Christ and stand for it and proudly take a stand for it. There was a woman, in fact, it is my wife's cousin. I taught her, my wife and I years ago, taught her and her husband Bible study. I worked with them, worked with him on a job. They had been raised Catholic, didn't know anything about God, nothing about truth. And, and I remembered the, the, the beautiful time when truth began to dawn in their life and, and they began to see the Word of God. And I remember when they received the Holy Ghost and were baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. And both of their daughters followed them, living for the Lord. It was less than a year ago in Bakersfield, California. We received the phone call early one Sunday only to hear on the other end of the phone my wife's cousin Gail crying and said please I need you to talk to me uh, you got to give me some answers I'm confused I'm frustrated and there on the other end of the phone she began to pour out her story and said things aren't the same here anymore this church isn't the same church anymore I don't hear it preached anymore like I used to hear it preached they don't live it like we used to live it before uh, I don't see people dressing like they used to dress before and she said you just gotta let me know have things changed she said I've talked to people in the church and they said Gail you're living in the past things have changed and over the phone she said if you'll just tell me that things have changed you'll help me but something in my heart says it ain't right I said Gail some things have changed time has changed and some people's outlooks have changed but the word of God is forever settled his truth will never change his word will never change I'm here to tell you even though it's 1993 you still gotta live holy and separate you still gotta have righteousness burning in your soul Hallelujah. Brother Elder, I am tired of being intimidated by people that say you're fanatic, you're a radical, you're old-fashioned. I'm here to tell you tonight, if the old-fashioned gospel upsets their apple cart, it needs to be turned upside down and let the glory of God fill the house. Oh, let's clap our hands on the helm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I'm here to tell you tonight, uh, all of our young people are not turning to sin. Uh, all of our young people aren't throwing in the towel. Uh, all of our young people aren't throwing in uh, their chastity. Uh, all of our young people, they're not getting polluted. Uh, they're not getting destroyed. Uh, there is a church in this earth uh, that's filled with young people that say, bless God, I'm going to live for God. Uh, I'm going to remain pure. Uh, I'm going to remain holy. 
come on saints of God this city needs a church uh, that's upside down uh, this city needs a church uh, that's loose to the glory and power of the Holy Ghost oh, hallelujah they're tired of boring formalities. We have people walk inside the house of God. They are not here to walk inside just some kind of a secular meeting. But in their heart, they're thinking, my God, I want something to happen. I want something to touch me. I want to make sure these are the people that I've heard they were. Hear me, hear me, hear me tonight. Our world doesn't want us to pipe down. They don't want us to compromise. They're hoping there's a a church that's fallen in love with God that's not gonna back up on nothing hallelujah you get the Holy Ghost in your spirit you get convictions down in your heart there's going to be a revolutionary attitude get a hold of you that's going to walk in every situation and it's going to leave it a little bit different I was at a conference not too awfully long ago my wife and I were walking inside. It was a youth convention. Young people in there, several thousand of them worshiping and magnifying the Lord. As I, as I was walking in, here came a, another preacher and his wife of whom I am extremely familiar with. I know them. I've known them for many, many, many years. And, and as I greeted them as they were leaving, I said, where in the world are you going? What on earth is going on? They said, hey, we're going to our room. We can't take the noise. Them young people are acting ridiculous. They're even doing flips and they're rolling in the aisles and, and they're screaming and we can't even understand what's going on. I'm telling you the God's truth. I looked into them, their eyes, and I, I could tell these people haven't been in an apostolic move in so long it's kind of messing up their little churchified tradition and the woman held her ears and said I don't know what it is about them they won't shut up they won't sit down we can't even see the preacher because of the young people running I said well I'll see you later and I told my wife I said baby when I get through those doors I'm not going to just worship for me but I'm going to take their place and say God I'm I'm going to love you. I'm going to magnify you. I'm going to give you everything that I have. I'm here to tell you, young people, don't let nobody ever shut you up. Don't let anybody ever take your hands down. Don't let anybody ever tell you you're making too much noise. We can't worship God too much. We cannot magnify him too much. Oh, somebody ought to help me love God. Somebody ought to help me love him. Glory to God. Our world once turned upside down. I talk to people almost every day. I talk to drug addicts. I talk to alcoholics. You may not want them here. I do. Just a couple of weeks ago, in Wichita, young woman darkened the doors of the sanctuary. You could tell by looking at her, she was a rough character. Never been in an apostolic service before. Sat down in the back, 
people were shouting and worshiping. But there was, an, there was another spirit there in some people that really needed the Holy Ghost that said, well, if we act apostolic, we may run them off. If we really go ahead and worship God, we might intimidate our visitors. But I'm here to tell you, by the time that service was over, oh, Lisa began to run down to the front of that church and literally fell across an altar and poured her heart out to God. And God gloriously filled her with the Holy Ghost. Only for her to tell me just a few minutes later. She said, Preacher, I got to tell you, somebody's got to help me in this situation. She said, I've been living in the streets for two years. I, I, I've been a prostitute. That's how I've been making my, my living. I've been addicted to crack. I've been addicted to this and that and the other and the other. I've abandoned my, my husband and my children. My family thinks I'm dead. But she said, I feel something here tonight that I've never felt in all of my life. I'm here to preach to you tonight that Lisa's on that front row every time the doors are opening. And she said, my God, I love you. I worship you. I'm telling you all world, they want a church that's full of God, that's full of faith, that's full of the Holy Ghost. They want a church on fire. She came to me a couple of weeks ago, Brother Helen. She said, Brother Buxton, I don't know exactly what all I'm doing, but I want you to know I'm fasting. I said, Okay, Lisa, how come you're fasting? She said, I'm fasting for some of those people in the church because they look so dead. She hadn't lived for God a month. She don't know come from Sikkim. She, she, she don't know nothing. She, I'm telling, she don't know who Melchizedek is. Probably never heard of him. She doesn't know the genealogy of Christ. She doesn't know her theology. All she knows is you need to be repentant, baptized in Jesus' name, and you'll get the Holy Ghost. But another thing she knows is uh, what delivered me from my lifestyle was a radical experience in an altar. And she says, "My God, if they don't have what I have, I want them to get it." I'm preaching to you tonight. There needs to be a revolution. There needs to be a reversal of peer pressure. I'm not going to be intimidated because I worship God. I'm not going to be intimidated because I glorify God. I refuse it. I said I refuse it. Hallelujah. Come on, Hutch. We need to turn this thing upside down. We need to turn it up and let the glory of God flow. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. The sinner needs to feel conviction. The backslider needs to feel conviction. We're going to reverse the peer pressure here. I said we're going to reverse it. We're going to reverse it. Amen. I said we're going to reverse the peer pressure. You're not going to intimidate us because we love God. We're going to let you feel intimidated. If you want to sit there, if you just want to be quiet, you feel the pressure. But we've made up our mind. We're going to have church. We're going to love God. We're going to worship, dance, and shout, and talk in tongues. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. These be the people that turn the world upside down. Oh, God, let us get the word out to Hutch that a one God apostolic church is loosed in the glory of God. 
Hallelujah. I didn't come to give you a Bible story tonight. I didn't come to be charismatic. This is an apostolic church. This is a one God church. This church is full of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. <laughs> Our world is tired of boring formality. They're tired of going to a church, being able to read on a piece of paper everything that's going to happen. Oh, to God that they can darken the doors of the house of God where the glory of the Lord is flowing wall to wall like it's flowing inside of this place tonight. I'm here to tell you, it's not going to be our little church organization that's going to reach this city. It's not going to be our talent. It's not going to be our abilities. It's not going to be because you can sing or because you can preach. What's going to get this city on its knees is an attitude that gets in the heart of every one of God's people that says, God, you turn me upside down. You turn me inside out. You stir up my nest, God. You do something to me that when I walk in the house of God it's for keeps I'm saying God this may be the last chance I have to worship you so I'm going to give it all I've got I'm going to hold nothing back loving Jesus Christ got to reach our world to be honest with you tonight affluence is killing us Pentecost Affluence is killing us. We're so self-absorbed. We're so full of ourself that it's hard to really be filled with God. We're so filled with ours and mine and what I've got and what I'm getting and what I'm acquiring and what I lost and what I had that sometimes they come to the house of God and there's no room for God. Affluence is killing us. Can I preach to you for a few more minutes, Pentecost? We need to somehow let God empty us out. We need to let the Spirit of God reach way deep past the external, past the superficial, and get way down where we live. I'm here to tell you tonight, I don't begrudge the fact if you can drive a Rolls Royce, I'm very happy for you. Wear your $500 suits, I'm happy for you. Wear your alligator suits, I'm happy for you, brother. But if they ever stop your worship, if they ever stop your prayer, if they ever get between you and the Holy Ghost, you better get rid of it. You better throw it away. You better do something with it. Oh God, don't let me get so full of myself that I cannot respond to the glory of God and say, feed me, Redeemer. Our religious world right now is reaching to the supernatural. God forbid us that have the truth to resist the things of God. You know, I'm telling you the truth tonight, Hutch. We were born in the fire when we received the Holy Ghost. It wasn't some placid, stoic experience. It wasn't something that was just, uh, it was just there. I'm here to tell you, when I received the Holy Ghost, it was the most powerful thing that ever happened in my life. It moved me. It changed me. Oh, if that was our birth, how much more should our living be? How much more powerful should today be if when we first were born again we told everybody everybody we saw hey I want you to know I received the Holy Ghost oh God help us to loose our testimony to this city and say come and go with me to my father's house because the glory of God is there oh let's worship him let's worship him 
Let's worship Him. Let's worship Him. Let's worship Him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What I'm preaching to you tonight is something I want to happen in this revival. I want to see divine interruptions. I want to see God break into our little order of service. I want God to get into our planned little private worlds. There's some heavenly disorder that I believe is in order in this house. It's been a long time since I've seen people hauled away drunk in the spirit. It's been a long time since I've seen people who couldn't talk English because of the glory of the Holy Ghost. I'm saying, God, bring back those days. Bring back those revivals. Bring back those times of prayer. Bring back those times of intercession where we can really hear from you. Hallelujah. Bring back the Spirit of God in the city that has shut down bars. The Holy Ghost that have put homes back together. That are right every wrong. Come on, Hutch. God needs to turn us upside down. God needs to turn us inside out. God needs to overhaul our hearts. Hallelujah. 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 Come on, let's have church for a little bit. heart. We need the old-fashioned spirit of conviction to be born and loosed again in our churches. Oh, God, get a hold of us tonight. Shake us from our lethargy. Shake us from our routines. Shake us from our little lives. Shake us, God. Shake us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Oh God, give us a revival of prayer. Give us a revival of intercession. Let us agonize God at the foot of Calvary. Oh God, turn our little worlds upside down. Turn our little lives upside down. Rearrange our schedule, God. We want to be a people that's loosed in the glory of God. Let your hands and love him. Go ahead and why don't you love him right now? Love him right now. Love him right now. It's time to have a revival of young people. It's time to reach in the city of Hutch. It's time to shut down the bars. It's time to make them say, hey, I don't want to smoke dope. I just want to go to that apostolic church. I don't want to get loaded tonight. I hear they're having revival. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah! Oh, God! When Paul passed through Amphipolis and Apollonia, he came into Thessalonica where there was a synagogue of the Jews. The scripture teaches as his custom was, 
he went unto them for three weeks and he reasoned with them in the scripture opening and alleging that Christ must needs have suffered and risen again from the dead and that this Jesus whom I preached unto you is Christ you have got to understand the radical message they were preaching you have got to get an understanding that when they walked into the house of God they were not preaching the popular message of the day they were not preaching a social gospel they were standing in the temple they stood in the synagogue and they preached that this Christ of Nazareth or this Jesus of Nazareth is the Christ. You have got to recognize that if there was any kind of intimidation factor, the intimidation factor was for them to point to a man and say he is the Christ. You have got to recognize that these preachers, when they hit the ground preaching, they were preaching with a boldness, with a boldness with an unction that said you can do what you want to do to me but it's not going to stop my mouth or shut me up because there is a revelation that's done in my heart that this Christ must need to be preached into the world. I am telling you tonight if there's ever been a time for young people to stand moms and dads to stand preachers to stand it's time for us to take a stand tonight and say we will never retreat we will never back up but we're going to stand for the things of God and when they preach they literally upset this entire city it created havoc nigh unto a riot if you'll study it out Jewish mobs finally said, I know what we'll do. We'll assault the preacher. We'll shut up the preacher. Uh, I'm not going to go into lengthy dissertation right now, but I want you to hear me. You as a church better get an understanding tonight. We are living in the last of the last days. If we've ever been in the end time, I believe we are in the end time tonight. If there's ever been an assault upon the ministry, we're living in an era and a time where the ministry, God's true ministry, is under the scrutiny of hell. It's under the temptation and the trouble and, and the bickering of every force that's doing its best to stop the mouths of the preachers and shut up the mouths of men of God by pressure coming on them from this world. That's why there is a responsibility that the church needs to assume that says I'm going to pray for the man of God like I've never prayed for him in all of my life. I'm going to carry a burden for my pastor like I've never carried in all my life. Let me tell you tonight we need preachers unfettered. We need men of God in pulpits that got the anointing of God flowing in their life. We need one God apostolic preachers that's going to preach until Jesus comes. And that's what happened here in Acts chapter number 17. We find how that mobs, they went to assault the men of God, could not find them. And so they assaulted the houses of the saints. Finding Jason, they drew him out to the people. And they accused him in front of the court of law. And said, these be the men that have turned the world upside down. 
now they're here in our city. Oh God, I want hell to be quickened. I want the forces of hell tonight to be shaken. I want them to recognize we're not just a church on the other side of the tracks. We're not just a bunch of little step kids thrown in a building. We're not a bunch of fanatic nobodies. But we are the people of the name of Jesus Christ. You are the church of the living God. And everywhere we ought to walk, this city better understand these people are the ones that's turning the world upside down. And they're in Hutchinson. And they're not going away. They're going to have revival until Jesus comes. And in the scripture, the verbiage, the wordage that said these that have turned the world upside down. The phrase upside down comes from a Greek word, anastatu. Or something like that. And let me tell you what it means. It means in the sense of removal. Or to drive out of home. Or to disturb. Or to make vocal trouble. Or to turn status quo upside down. Or to make... An uproar. It originates from another world, Anastami, which means to take a stand, to stand up, to arise, to rise up, or in other words, to rebel. It was used in the sense that these are the people that have risen up and have got vocally vehement. They have rebelled against the edicts of the world and its sin. They were saying, these be the men that are disturbing our city, who have brought trouble, who have vocally staged an uproar. These be the people that are rebelling against sin and the edicts of this world. Oh God, let it get out of these walls. Let it get out of these doors. Let it go up and down the breadth of this town and let Hutchinson know over there on 17th there's a group of people that have decided they're going to rebel against the forces of hell. They're going to rebel against the edicts of sin. They're going to take a stand for righteousness and they're in our city trying to turn everything upside down you've got to understand these be the preachers that the chapter before it was midnight when old Paul looked over at Silas come here Silas Paul looked over at Silas Paul was a little video dude Paul looked over at Silas. Silas looked back at Paul. He said, hey, buddy, it's midnight. It's, uh, you know, you know why we're here? Because we're preachers. You know why we're in trouble? Because we've been taking a stand. You know why we've been feeling the pressure of hell? Because we won't bend. We won't bow. We won't cave in. 
You know why our backs have been beaten, buddy? It's because we're preaching that Jesus is Christ. We're preaching you got to be born again. We're preaching you need to repent. We're preaching you need to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Can I tell you a little bit about the, the revolutionary attitude in those characters? It was midnight. It was a time that most of the world was in deep sleep. But while they were talking about the things of God, a song, I'm here to tell you tonight, friend, when you really get a double dip of the Holy Ghost uh, way down in your soul. It don't matter where you're at. Uh, it doesn't matter how dark the night is. Uh, something can jump in your heart uh, and you can say, my God, I feel the power of the Holy Ghost. I think I'll have revival right here. And the Bible said, at midnight, at midnight they begin to sing. <laughs> I'm telling you what, friend, when you begin to say, God, I'm going to break out of the norm. I'm going to break out of my routine. I'm not just going to pat a cake for Jesus. I'm not just going to be a nodhead in the house of church or the house of God, but I'm going to rebel against sin. I'm going to rebel against the devil. I'm going to sit down on my pew and say, this is the day that the Lord hath made. God's going to come get in partnership with you. Bible said God God did it he shook the prison <laughs> then people were rightly accused when they said these that have turned the world upside down and come hither chapter preceding what I read to you was the most awesome jailbreak you'll ever read about at midnight Holy Ghost fell tongue talking they shouted right out of their chains they worshiped right out of the stocks and bonds. Not just them, would you hear me? But every other prisoner that was in the house. God let us get a revelation that when pressure comes, when trouble comes, when it's midnight upon us, if we can begin a magnified God, if we can quit looking at our little circumstances and get our eyes on God, there is a reason sometimes. And when we get liberty, they're going to get liberty. And when the church really gets delivered, the city's going to get delivered. It wasn't just Paul and Silas that was delivered that night, but everybody else that was in prison, they were set free also. Come on, Hutch. Let God liberate us. Let God deliver us. Let God shake us up. And God's going to reach our city. When God gets to moving. These that have turned the world upside down. I've come hither also. I do not want us to have some preconceived little ideas of what God's going to do in this revival. I'm preaching this way tonight on purpose because I want you to hear me. I want the devil to hear me. We are not going to make any preconceived ideas about how this revival is. If you think we're just going to sing songs, preach, take an offering, and slob around the altars, you're wrong. In my heart, I'm reaching to God for the elder. I want God to do something in this city I've never seen Him do in all of my life. In my heart, I'm here to tell you, 
I, I don't just want us to come and sing and dance and shout and run and then nothing happened. And us go home and say, oh, wow, didn't we have a move of God? The preacher didn't even preach. Wow, didn't we have church? I'm hungry. Let me confess to you tonight. I am a hungry preacher. Let me confess to you tonight. My soul is weary. My soul is long. I want to have an old Brush Arbor Holy Ghost revival. I want to have an old-fashioned camp meeting move of God. I want God not just to shake this property, but I'm praying, God, I want you to shake this city. I want you to shake, shake the city limits. I want you, God, to shake the chief of police. I want you to shake up the fire marshal. I want you, God, to get in our city officials. I believe God can do it. I'm praying, God, I want you to get your hand in the middle of the Catholic Church and shake that thing and let it rock in the Holy Ghost. I want you to mess up the Baptist Church. I want you to get a hold of every church in this city and let them feel the unction of God. Come on, apostolics. I believe that God is able. I believe God is willing. But somehow we're going to have to get into an attitude that says, God, do it. But let it happen in me. Let's stand and lift our hands to God. I want you to really lift your hands to God right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on. Let's pray till we really pray. Let's get past the little words we mumbled. Oh, God, turn us upside down. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, God, let us prevail in prayer. Let us walk in the Holy Ghost. Let us taste the honey and the rock, God. Let us see your glory. Let us see your glory. Your glory, let us see your glory. Let us see your glory. Let us see your glory. Hallelujah. Come on, apostolic tabernacle. God needs to turn us upside down. Give us a burden for the lost God that possesses our every waking thought. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lift your hands some more. Come on. Let's lift our voices. Let's lift our hands. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Lord, I hunger for your holiness. I hunger for your righteousness. Arakashatayatolobohoya. <laughs> Oh, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Make evangelists out of this, God. Make preachers out of these young men, God. Set this city ablaze. Set it on fire. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. God, give us unction. Give us anointing. Give us boldness in the spirit. 
Glory, 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 glory. Come on, God's wanting to do it. God's wanting to reach down in our hearts. God's wanting to put his hand upon this church. In the name of the Lord. 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 Come on, let's reach deep. Let's reach deep. Let's reach deep. Let's reach past the surface. Let's reach past the surface. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I really feel a revival in my heart. I feel a revival in this city. I feel a revival in this church. But God, I don't want to approach it. I don't want to approach it in the same manner I've been approaching it. God, I want to lose you and let you do what you want to do. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, let's love God. Let's love God. Let's love God. Let's love Him. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Our world is tired of bored, formality-filled churches. They're tired of ritual-filled churches. They're tired of program church. Oh, this city is hungry to walk inside the doors of an apostolic church and feel the glory of God loose from all to wall. Loose us in the Holy Ghost. Loose us in the Holy Ghost. Loose us in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. It's time we start believing with the church. It's time you start believing you've got the Holy Ghost. It's time you start believing you're the church in the city that preaches the truth. It's time to start claiming everywhere we walk, every street we drive down, my God, I'm claiming this in Jesus' name. This city belongs to God. This neighborhood belongs to God. Oh. Hallelujah. It's time to have revival in the Mexican community. It's time to have revival in the black community. It's time to have revival in the white community. It's time to have revival among the Germans. They're not too hard. God can't crack them. Their spirit's not too bound that the glory of God cannot lose them. Oh, God, just let us be the church you want us to be in this city. There is a need. There is a need for the world to be turned upside down. Hallelujah. Oh, let's love him. Let's love him. Let's love him. Let's love him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Loose us in the Holy Ghost, God. Loose us in the Holy Ghost. Loose us in the Holy Ghost. 
Let us walk in the Spirit, God. Let us walk in the Spirit. Oh, we want to walk in the Spirit. We want to walk in the Spirit. We want to walk in the Spirit. Hallelujah. 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 Joyce, I want you to come down here. I want to pray with you right now. Would you come? I need some ladies that believe in God right now. God's going to fill the throne with the Holy Ghost. I want you to come meet her. Sister Elder, if you could help me. I'm Hallelujah. Joyce, you know you're hungry for what you're feeling. You know this is what your soul is yearning for. You know it. I want you to lift your hands to God. Let God fill you with the Holy Ghost right now. Let Him fill you right now. Come on, saints of God. It's time we get serious about revival. It's time we carry a real burden for the lost. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, let's pray. Let's pray. I need some men in this church. I need some men in this church. Let's pray for our pastor. Let's pray the strength of God upon Brother Elder. Let's pray, God, we need our pastor strong. In the name of the Lord. God, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. These that have turned the world upside down. They're in the middle of Hutchinson, Kansas. And the glory of God is flowing. Hallelujah. We're going to stand together as a church. We're going to unify as a church. I'll say yes. I will trust you and obey. In your spirit, with my whole And my will be. Come on, let the Holy Ghost flow. Let the Holy Ghost flow. Let the Holy Ghost flow. That's right, Joyce. Let that tongue talk to God. Let it talk to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I will trust you and obey. 